On today's podcast, we're continuing discussion about the series, Stories That Shape Our Faith. We're still in the book of Genesis, and this week, we're talking about original sin and the fall of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Now, this account is found in Genesis chapter 3. You may have heard this story all of your life, but not ever wrestled with questions like, after they sinned, why didn't Adam and Eve immediately respond by covering themselves? Why did God ask Adam where he was as if he didn't know? And after expelling Adam and Eve from the garden, what was God's full purpose in placing an angel with a flaming sword to block access back to it? We're talking about all of this and much more today on After the Message. Well, hi. <laughs> Come on. Like, what? That's a weird intro. Yeah, that Wasn't was weird. Wasn't that it? was the worst was intro we've ever had. <laughs> well, you know, I just thought I he's thought, trying to set the bar lower in case the rest of us have to uh, host. <laughs> Actually, I just thought I would I would try you know something different so it doesn't feel the same all the time, and mm. it just that was an epic it, fail. You did so. not feel there the same. Go, that's that's good. Yeah, yeah. So you accomplished it what hey, you were going. But for. it was not the same it as it typically same. is. Yep. So I'm gonna host next week because I can't do any worse than you. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate that affirmation. It's good, really good. Um, so, welcome everybody. It's uh, good to see you. It's uh, how, how was your weekend? It was a great was weekend. Yeah, wow. you, so, I mean, like said well, with it depends conviction. on wherever you are yeah, listening like, to this. This yeah. past Saturday night, we had Tim Hawkins come in to the church. Mm, yes. And, I don't know if I've laughed that hard in a long, long time. It feels good, right. doesn't it? It is. was really <laughs> good. And he was a great guy. Like, we got to hang out with him afterward, and it was hilarious. Yeah. Mm, that's awesome. a good dude. Yeah. It's great. I felt myself uh, during it, uh, like, looking around the room, like, okay, how are people responding? Because that was, that was really edgy, what he just there said. There were some <laughs> edgy jokes. Right, right. Can he say that? <laughs> but then I felt like he was, you know, he picked on, like, he picked on Baptist. He picked on ca- uh, Catholics. He picked on uh, there was another group. He church of on. Christ, Church of yeah. Christ, right? Pentecostals, Pentecostals, so, Mormons. It's like at least Mor- yeah. picked on our church. Right. Equal it, opportunity. Yeah, right. Said we were a game show and that our ceiling has stretch marks. Uh, he also <laughs> yeah. made yeah. some really funny jokes one. about our drummer, our drum cage, and right. kind of in our instruments and yeah. smoke. And I was looking that's forward right. for my segue on Sunday, but it never showed up. Yeah. Mm, that's right. Yeah, Lee, I would have paid a lot. That would have been awesome. Jason Griffin, was go- if you're listening to this, he was going to bring his segue. Of course, he has one, uh, but he did not. He failed to bring it on Sunday. I was going to ride out on that bad boy. That would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have been really fun to watch. <laughs> I feel a little pressure obligated to give an update on my experience last week because from what I understand is y'all – Kind of made fun of me for where I was last week. What? Didn't make I fun of yeah, you. Not made fun. I had some good <sighs> friends who tried to protect me. They're like, you need to address this. Listen, here's the deal. We were grieving that we weren't experiencing what you were experiencing. If no. we're putting all of our cards on the table, we were jealous. Okay. And sometimes jealousy sometimes you rears its head, yeah. and we attack those actually, that we're jealous of. Actually, that's not true. I was not jealous at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Mike had no desire to be doing what I was doing. So, no. And for those who are listening and maybe didn't hear last Last week's episode. <laughs> Mark uh, was on a mission trip to Texas. Blasphemy! <laughs> <laughs> Blasphemy! Yes, yes. yes, to uh, to 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 kill some sinner turkeys. Yes, uh, we took care of business. We killed turkeys. We had a blast. But I'm so glad to be back. Yeah, All right. yeah, we're glad you're back. The big so, question: Did you kill any? Yes, I did. 
I did. I'm so glad I did because I knew this moment was coming, <laughs> and I dreaded saying no. <laughs> I spent four days in Texas for nothing. So, yes, I scored. So that's well, great. it was great. It was great. While we were talking about creation, Mark was experiencing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. So, yeah, so, he was he having was, dominion over creation. <laughs> <laughs> he was killing creation. <laughs> right. That uh, is dominion. Uh, now, is it this is the place where they put them out in the cage and you just? <laughs> <laughs> is that where you said you were going? No. Oh, okay. No. You yeah, actually had to go fair find chase. Them. I had to work. Hard. Uh, well, welcome right. back. Thank you. Welcome back. Great to be here. It was good. But uh, but last week's episode was really great. Like we had we had two people with us right. that, that aren't normally with us. Uh, uh, Thomas and Kylie uh, were, were both in and the they room. They did great. They were fantastic job. Really, really good. So uh, so Thomas and Kylie, if you're listening, very appreciative of you guys. And uh, again, you did a great job. That's right. Um, so uh, we are two weeks in now to our uh, Stories That Shape Our Faith series. And, um, and of course, last week we talked about creation. Uh, this week we talked about the fall. Dum-dum-dum. Mm. Mm. Mm, so, dramatic. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it was, uh, but, but it, was, it was really great. And I, uh-huh. again, you know, these stories, I was just reminded Sunday of... The fact that I've heard these stories all my life, I've read them mm. over and over and over again, yet there are still things in it that mm. that I've missed or just mm-hmm. have never maybe had the maturity level to to even, uh, you know, to even mm-hmm. catch. Uh, and so I love that we're going through this series. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was so good. And, and I know we're going to talk about a lot of those things as, as we go through this, but... Um, but of course, we we were preaching mothers on Mother's Day about the fall. <laughs> oh, <then>. oh boy! <laughs> and so yeah, and you acknowledged that, didn't you? you? Did. Yeah, sure yeah. Did. yeah, yeah. So it was. Uh, how'd you feel? It there? was something. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I remember the meeting, you know, months yeah. back, and and somebody bringing it up. It was either you, Sean. It was either you or Bowen that brought it up. I can't. I, I remember yeah. it coming up. I don't I remember. remember and I just remember thinking, no, it'll be fine. And the closer we got to mm. the day, and this past week, and particularly yesterday morning, as I'm putting final touches on, I think. I should pick something different oh. for this day. <laughs> but it was great. I think it was great. Oh, it was great. I, I told Jennifer ahead of time uh, where we were going, and I told her the story of the meeting, actually. So when you started telling it in the sermon, she kind of looked at me and said, like that. And it I might was have like, been exactly Preston like, who brought like, it up. No, it, it wasn't me, but I was there. And, uh, and I said, this is how it's going to roll. And I said, he will handle it in great humor, and it will be great. And she's like, I know he will. There and we he are. did. So. Mm. Yep. It was good. And so, it was, uh, I'm sorry, I, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, the setup for the morning with the kids singing, and it, it, I don't know why, the baptism, but you said it, and I was just sitting there feeling, too, like, this is really emotional. Mm-hmm. Like, during the worship, mm-hmm. I, 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 I was engaged, but I was more just overwhelmed by, man, this is unbelievable. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. This is a great time for our church. The kids, the baptism, mm-hmm. the sermon, it just all felt... Yeah, so grateful. And so many I, different I, pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I borderline teared up a couple of times throughout right. the day. Which Ooh. That's a lot for you. It is. I mean, yeah, it is. I cross that border often. I, know. I, I crossed too. it yesterday morning. <laughs> I do too. It was great. Yeah. Did you weep for the Sometimes turkeys? Sometimes my kids look at me like, what? <laughs> I did not. Hey, in fact, I did not. Hey, there's, there was something that happened in the baptism that, that I don't want us to miss, mm. but um, uh, the Lake Brothers. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. When when Vern Booth, who was doing the the baptism, 
shared that the older brother mm-hmm. had shared with the uh-huh. younger brother. That was awesome. Like, we don't need to miss that. Yeah. Like right. that, that, that was God. that was a huge moment that right was. there, um, where Kason shared his faith mm-hmm. with his younger brother, mm-hmm. and I agree. he come he comes into Christ as well. Yeah. Like it's, that's that's how it's it, done. It, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful, but it's even extra as a model to see the model of how Vern invested yes. in those boys. Yes. yes. And if you know Vern, you've probably had kids in, in that does, world. Yeah. He um, he great. loves on students and kids mm-hmm. and disciples them well. Mm-hmm. He's a great picture of disciple making. Sure. Yes, great, it's perfect, great day in the in the baptistry. Well, I know we've got a lot to cover today, and so I, I want to jump in because uh, who knows where we're going to go. I, I think we've got much more material here than we actually <laughs> have time for. So. Um, you know, th- again, this story uh, or this account, rather, you know, as we, we kind of discussed the, the difference between the two last week, um, there's just so much here that, that mm. you know, just a casual reading, you're, you're just going to miss. And um, so I know we've we've discussed a lot of things that have come up in questions, uh, but I, I just want to start with one. So um, that I, I felt this as we were in our life group. Um so why after, um, after they've sinned and did they feel the need, like all of a sudden they notice they're naked, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, and why is that the thing that's pointed out, you know, in, in scripture? Um, and what's the significance of that? You know, so again, here's me as a kid and just kind of, you know, well, that's just God's way of telling us why we wear clothes today, you know, instead of running around naked. So, um, and that's not wrong. You should wear clothes. That's right. I think yeah. that's a pretty good that's principle. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but let's, let's, let's discuss that for a minute. Just, uh, you know, I mean, what, what's the significance of that? What, like, why, why feel the need all of a sudden to cover up, uh, and, and, and create clothes for yourself? Well, I mean, I really don't know the answer to this. I mean, you had a good answer though when on. we were but, talking to it. Well, I, I think there, I think there's two things. Well, Own it. I, there's two things that come to mind when I think about it. Is one is it, it deals with the whole idea of shame, mm-hmm. right? So that I'm, I'm I'm shameful now that I have sinned against Creator God, right? But but I think a, a bigger maybe telling of it is the fact that their purpose that we talked about last week in chapter one and chapter two, they were created as image bearers to show the glory of God. Right. Mm -hmm. And and so in this moment that they had marred that they had, they had ruined that. So, so they were actually covering up their Mm -hmm. very purpose for which they were created. They broke it. Yeah. And, and so, so in that, um, I, I don't know if it's so much about the nakedness as much as it's about the marred image mm-hmm. bearer yeah. and, Needing and to hide. Now, mm-hmm. now I'm not able to fulfill the purpose of perfectly showing forth mm. the glory of God right. that he had purposed mm-hmm. me for. So, That's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could probably speculate lots of other things. But no, I, I think that's right. And a lot of times, and, and I know this is weird, but you know, more than likely a lot of adults listen to this this podcast. So I don't feel un, uncomfortable having this conversation. But a lot of times when we think of nakedness, we think of just parts of the body that lend itself to nakedness. So, so private parts of the body. Um, but the picture that we see in the scripture is when when God in his grace covers them, he's not just covering their their 
private parts. Mm-hmm. He covers them from neck to, to mm-hmm. ankle. Mm-hmm. And this is a picture of the of the nakedness wasn't just of 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 the sexuality neck, nakedness. It, it was this idea of the whole the whole image mm-hmm. had been marred and they tried to cover it up, but they were they were insufficient in even doing that because mm-hmm. all they right. had was leaves and and God sacrificed an animal mm, yeah. and gave mm. the skins yeah. and now gave them a new mm-hmm. covering that would cover Full the whole covering. of yeah. who they are. Um, but again, mm. you know, we, we talked about it on Sunday, but the, the tough part about those skins and that sacrifice is those skins wouldn't last, mm-hmm. um, that, that they would wear out and they would have to do it again mm-hmm. and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one day the promise would be that there would be one who would come um, and offer a sacrifice and cover us with a new righteousness that would never have to be done again. Mm-hmm. And so that's the hope we have. And I, and I loved that. That was actually one thing I wanted to, 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 to just point out and bring up was, was that parallel to the gospel and to what Jesus would do with, with the whole skins covering, mm-hmm. you covering know, that shame. something innocent had yeah. to die to, sure. uh, to atone for their sin and mm-hmm. to, uh, to account for that. So I thought, again, that's just a reference, you know, that's right. it, yeah. if you're a kid listening to this story, like you, you don't get those sorts right. of nuances necessarily. And so, uh, unless you're a really smart kid. <laughs> I'm sure there's some. I got you. <laughs> I wasn't one. I was there. <laughs> I had the whole skin thing figured out. Just a toddler. <laughs> I honestly don't know that I've made it that crystal clear in my head as I did yesterday. I mean, or Sunday for yeah. you listeners. Um, you know, but it was just so the different pieces throughout yeah. that you tied back to. Man, I just... It was really, uh, really even encouraging. Even in that, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to go too far with this, but a lot of people are pet people. You, you, we love animals, right? And for Adam and Eve to be with the animals, I'm sure, I mean, prior to sin, it had to be a pretty cool connection to walk with these animals. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for you to know that one of these animals you have been walking with had to die, had to, die to to cover you, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a weight of that, I think, uh, that we, yeah. don't, we don't need to miss that either. It's a good word. I also think it was really important, and I think you you briefly mentioned it, but but it's the whole idea that in that the other piece that I don't want to miss is that in the covering mm-hmm. is that what we do is insufficient mm-hmm. to cover us. That's right. So yeah. in in this this longing to cover themselves, Adam and Eve go and find these fig leaves. My picture is now that we're talking about this is more of a ghillie suit instead of a, <laughs> you know, just like yes. not just well, the private parts, but he's trying to cover the whole this body was, up. Look, yeah. we, we've um, got a fig tree in right. our backyard, and I've thought before, if I had to try to cover myself with those leaves, this would be Preston, a Yeah, <laughs> I, I know he just said, I've thought about, have you ever tried to cover, cover yourself with those fig leaves? Well, thankfully, no. Uh, but hey, you're welcome. I'll bring you some if you no, I got a lot more um, <laughs> sin to cover. <laughs> but yeah, but just the fact, insufficient. Yeah. Our our yeah. work That's right. is insufficient. Yeah. Insufficient. Never going to be enough. That's right. So uh, so they've sinned. They have uh, they have covered themselves. Fig leaves. God comes walking through the garden. Mm. And he starts asking questions that we would presume God knows the answer to because mm-hmm. he's God, right? right? Where are you? Um, and, you know, so again, I love the fact that, that you you sort of describe that as God leading them toward confession and mm-hmm. repentance. It's not that he needed to know the answer or didn't mm-hmm. know the answer mm-hmm. to those questions, mm-hmm. but was uh, was leading them toward confession and repentance, which begs the question... Um, 
you know, because because what do we see them do? They they pass the buck, right? They yeah. they they blame their response is not good, right? They don't accept blame for mm. for their mistake. Um, and had they accepted blame, mm. could yeah. we ex- have expected God to maybe have? Could things have been different? Like if they had owned it and said, you know what, you said don't do this, we did it, and mm-hmm. I own that. Mm. Maybe not, but yeah, I think it's a I, good intellectual exercise question. Yeah. Right. So it, it would be uh, I remember going into philosophy class in, mm-hmm. in my undergrad and the philosophy professor saying, hey, we'll start by doing a test. Everybody pull out a piece of paper. And he said for the assumption, because no, not everybody's on the same page here. But let's assume there is a God. Let's assume that he is uh, all powerful, all knowing uh, and, and ever present. Can God create a rock big enough that he can't move? That was the question to open yeah. up philosophy 101, mm-hmm. which is an intellectual exercise yeah. in, into moving yeah. back and forth, yeah. which to that question that Mike just just asked, I think it's a fun question to ask, but I think it's uh, it's an intellectual yeah. question yeah. to to bring up because I think in the idea of owning something, of, of, of repenting of something, there would be this idea of coverage on the other side of that. And I don't think that had been introduced into the story yet. Right. Right. Um, all, all the story had ever known was perfection and imperfection. Yeah. There was no in between that allows for atonement. And I would say, like, if, if we're pressing the issue and moving forward, I would say you can't own and you can't repent until you have a greater hope that is beyond the fault that yeah. you've made. And they hadn't had that yet. Mm, there was point. no sacrifice. There was no savior, even yeah. in the... The, the promise that was yeah. of coming Christ. So yeah. I think in their brokenness, they were broke. <laughs> Busted up. <laughs> so broke Straight up broke. Yeah. That's a good point, though. I mean, they had, they had no concept of what could happen on the other side of that confession. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. They were being led to confession. That's exactly right. But whereas we know we can confess and it could be made white as snow, right? Yeah. They, yeah. Didn't, uh, they didn't have that yet. That's right. They had a relationship with God unbroken, but they didn't know what this brokenness, what it meant. That's right. Yeah, fully. Mm. That's really a good point. I, I, the other thing that I noticed too, he, he asked him two questions. One, he says, where are you? And then he says, here we are. And then who told you? Yeah. Who told you you're naked? The, where are you? Um, it to me feels like a posture of, of him looking for them. I mean, not, not that he didn't know where they were, sure. yeah. but it was, it's an opposite of the posture of I'm going to turn my face away from you and wait for you to grovel back to me. Mm. Like it a was, pursuit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about running to the hurting, huh. it, there's a little picture of that here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've messed up, but I'm not going to like hide or turn from you or wait for you to, you know, come work your way back into me. It's I'm looking for you. Mm-hmm. I love you. And, and, and you're still mine. Where are you? Mm-hmm. And he gave him an opportunity to to engage and and have conversation and relate to him, mm-hmm. which uh, I think that's a pretty significant moment right there. Mm-hmm. I do too. Mm-hmm. This is just, it's like so okay. Let's see it in his eyes. Uh, it's about Sean, to get good. Uh, Sean's so, got the tension, but you could see his here, face. Here's if the thing, could, though. Yeah, yes, about to explode over here. Yes, yes, yes. But we also have this picture throughout God's word of his blessing and then we also have his favor but we also have this this moment at the cross mm-hmm. where literally um 
the word that she uses forsaken and mm-hmm. it's the, it's a turning away. That's right. Yeah. Where God did and, that. And yeah. so, so in, in this moment there, there is a sense though, that the goodness, the glory, the holiness of God, the favor of God it is, has now been turned away from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but he still comes in pursuit. Yeah, like right. so, yeah. so I don't want us to miss that. That that's it's right. not like, hey, you messed up. Hey, yeah. no big deal. Right? Yeah. No, it's it Super is a big deal. it is a it, big deal. Yeah, right. And the fellowship was definitely broken. But you're not broken. left alone. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And I think that's it. I it is a big that's, deal. It's that's a, a great, huge deal. But, but you're not it was alone. not a big deal that left them alone. That's right. To mm-hmm. deal with what they had done. Mm. I, yes, I like that statement. There. Uh, this is synapses firing off in my brain, so this yeah, could be right. absolutely so, awful. Um, but I, I had not thought of, that is exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had too many firing off right now. Um, but in in my head, the picture that we see what God did with Adam and Eve is a beautiful picture of parenting, and it's probably the mm-hmm. opposite of mm-hmm. what I do mm-hmm. in the sense of. And Sean's right; like the the consequences of the choice they made yeah, are mm-hmm. eternally awful, yeah. right? right. But in, in God's great grace and Absolutely. his good fathering, yeah. the first was, where are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like there, there was a gracious coming too, yeah. and right. then there was the consequence that followed. That's right. And a lot mm-hmm. of times in my parenting, which is on, I would say, the, the broken worldly side, mm-hmm. I jump straight to the consequences. Consequence. And then after I've cooled off some, I come back and say, hey, bud, how are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, hey, how are and, and even in saying that, I think, oh, I'm so backward mm-hmm. on how mm-hmm. God fathered his children and how I even father mm-hmm. my own yeah. is because mm-hmm. even in their bro, even like you've just ruined eternity uh, or, or present day uh, for, for all mankind. And God was gracious to oh, them, yeah. mm-hmm. loved yeah. them, covered them, but then gave them over to the consequences yeah. of their mm-hmm. choices as opposed this to right. a totally different way. I mean, God could have been like. I warned you. Well, if, if you clear, show up this and... coming Sunday, mm-hmm. you have Noah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. And, and the Lord does kind of right. get there. He's like, yeah. I regret that I ever made you. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but I, I just see a picture in Genesis, man, a whole yeah. different picture yeah. in the way than I parent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, and I need to repent of my way and trust God's way. But let's, but let's talk about that for a minute, too, because moving on in the, in the, uh, in the account, um, you know, because you talk about grace, this is something that I had, again, never seen. Uh, when God, you know, so God expelled them from the garden, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he placed an angel with a flaming sword to mm-hmm. guard access to mm-hmm. the, the, garden, the tree of life. Mm-hmm. And so I always saw that as a punitive thing. Like, right. okay, God's punishing them. Yeah. They're out. Like you, you blew you, it. You blew get it. out of here. Yeah. 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 And, and the way you painted the picture on Sunday was it was God's grace that he did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so l- talk about that for a moment. Yeah, I, I don't think it's one or the other. I do think it's both and. I, th- I think it was punitive in the sense of their choices had consequences mm-hmm. and the consequences were they, they could not enjoy because I believe God's design for his humanity was to always be with him. Death was never a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they would have to eat from that tree for them not to die. Um, but if they were to eat from that tree after they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, like if, if they were to continue in that order, then they would live forever broken, mm-hmm. live forever marred. And so so it was punitive in the sense of 
what what God had planned for them is not going to be. Right. It's not going to be that. You settled um, for less than what I intended. That's for exactly you. what it was. But God in his grace mm. was keeping them from an eternity separated from mm. him, but allowing, because what we were able to do is read at the end in Revelation 22, when the invitation to come back into mm. that garden, to come back into and eat from the tree that's of right. life, not because of who we are or what we've done, but because of the one who sits on the throne. Mm. Um, because that one that was promised that was going to destroy the serpent and the cursing would now be the one who would atone for our sin mm. and now invite us back in where we could eat from that everlasting tree. Yeah, mm. that's right. And I, I think that... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, well, just back to the parenting thing, I think that is a another beautiful picture of when we're at our best, what it looks like, mm-hmm. because our, our punishment has an element of grace. Mm. It's, yeah. it's to, we've got to prevent something or we've got to let you know that this was wrong but it's with a bigger, better end That's in right. mind than mm-hmm. just, I'm mad at you for what you did. And so yeah. let me, you know, smack you down right here. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, again, reveals to us how That's our right. heart does not always line up <laughs> with the fathers and how he, yeah. he disciplines us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I was going to, the phrase you said, it was not what God had intended for us. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, it, so it goes back to the whole idea of, of favor. Like mm-hmm. we, we're meant to experience the fullness and the glory mm-hmm. of God. Like that's yeah. that's what He desires for us, and and so it's it's in that 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 pursuit comes because He still that's still His longing. That's right. Mm-hmm. Is is for for us to experiencing mm-hmm. experience Him fully, mm-hmm. and so um, so yeah. I th- I think that's. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that we we constantly are going to see here, mm-hmm. even as I think as we continue to walk through Genesis, right? Um, that God ultimately is wanting us to experience that and makes a way for us to do that eventually. And so, so Sean, while you have the mic, yes, talk about because you mentioned mics. something that was uh, okay. before we started recording this that I thought was really impactful. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's a few years back that I came across these two connected pieces, which if you look at the Bible, you're going to find that there's a lot of connections if, if we're willing to look for them. But, mm-hmm. but in the Genesis account, you literally, um, when, when Eve um, speaks what the command of God is, she literally just botches the truth. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then because they, they are not abiding by that truth, they, they've lost the truth. Right. Um, the consequence is then he puts an angel to block literally to guard the way, I think is what the scripture says to guard the way. So they lost the truth. They lost the way. And then because of that, they also lost the tree of life, which we're, you mentioned, we're going to be invited back mm-hmm. into after we have the opportunity to be restored. So they lost, lost the way, the truth and the life. Mm-hmm. And Jesus comes mm-hmm. as a fulfillment of this promise. We see here in John fourteen six, he makes the statement I am the way, mm-hmm. I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father. No, the, nobody gets back to Eden. So nobody true. gets back to the way God intended it That's right. for us except, except through me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all the things they lost, mm-hmm. Jesus came to restore. That's right. mm-hmm. And so, in our, our, so our hope in this, our hope from the fall is truly and only found in Christ. Mm-hmm. So. It's really good, John. Great word. Yep. Mm. yep. Not me. That's this. It's <laughs> <This laughs> the truth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so if you just um, maybe more random questions uh, th- th- that are they're maybe less connected to the whole 
uh, continuum we were just following. Um, so, but, but these have come up in some conversations prior to, again, prior to this recording. Uh, one, uh, so are you, are we sinners because of sin nature or are we sinners be, because we sin? Mm. So chicken egg. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, I think to, to ask that question a different way, um, is, is it the, are you born like the moment that you, you, you are brought into this world? Are you a sinner at that moment mm-hmm. or does it happen later on in life whenever you cognitively choose to sin to sin? And, yeah. and then in that moment, are you now labeled a sinner? Right. Uh, and so I would you know, quickly go to it is the sin nature inside of us uh, that causes us to sin and to continually sin and to even in our redemption still fight in the flesh. Uh, the the propensity to continue in sin. Uh, but I do know there are some who would say it would be the other way. Uh, there would be some who would uh, advocate that it is uh, the fact that you have sinned that now puts you in the category of sinner. Uh, and, and the way that I would combat that, and I think any parent would would get this, uh, take, take two one-year-olds. And most people would say, no, those are innocent, sweet babies. Right. Put one in, in a room and put the other one two feet away and give them one toy in between and watch the depravity become on display. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and, and as they grow up, like I look at my daughters who one is six and one is two, and I think, oh, they are sweet, precious gifts from the Lord. Um, but guys, they fight every day <laughs> over everything. Um, and so it is, it is very clear to me that, that we are born with a sin nature. Absolutely. Um, and it is the reason that, that we are, are broken beyond our repair. Because I think if you didn't think that, there would be yeah. some thought in you, I could be so pure and so yeah. holy, and mm-hmm. I could just keep that purity, and I could just fight for it and never need a Savior. Which right. So does that mean, are we judged as separated from God in eternity, separated from Him, based on our sin nature, or are we judged by the sin that we eventually choose to disobey because of the sin nature? So one, we're judged because we do something bad. The other, we're right. judged because we're born with the sin nature. Great question. Here's how I'd answer it quickly, but anybody else jump in and feel free, okay? I think there are two certain judgments. Uh, one is the fact that we see in John 3... 17 and 18, um, that Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world. But if you don't believe in the one that came to save, then you already stand condemned. Mm -hmm. So that judgment is sure. Um, So you were judged based on your sin nature already off the bat. That's not something that you have to wait for one day. You don't have to give an account for your sin nature one day. That's something where you stand already judged today. That is why we are in desperate need for the salvation that Christ can bring. Um, But I do believe that we are going to give an account. Now, you can say give an account and judgment, maybe two different things, but I would say that they're one and the same in the sense of even as redeemed people, we are still going to stand before God one day and give an account for all that we have done. Uh, How in in, in the idea of the parable of the talents, Mm -hmm. Um, God has trusted something to us. What have we done with what he's trusted to us? And so that mm-hmm. could be the what we've done or what we've not done, the things that we've done that were wrong or the things that, that we have not done that were still equally as wrong because we didn't do what we we're supposed to do. So I think there are two, so, two sides to that. I, so in, in what you just said, and I don't want to sit here too long because I, I want to keep moving, but what you just said, whether it's sin nature, sin, what we're judged on is what we do with Jesus. 
That's correct. Right? Either we reject him or faith him. That's exactly right. But and, I also think that you're going to give an account even right. as a Christian yeah. for what yeah. you have mm-hmm. done. That's right. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I agree with you. I'm just trying to, and I agree with that. And I think that is two separate things. There's the one, yes, you're going to give account for your good deeds, but your judgment on you is not because you were bad as a third grader. Your judgment on you is, did you receive Jesus and trust him and put your faith in him or not? That's exactly right. Right. And I think that's a, in reading this passage, I think that was an important distinction. Yeah. What would um, you guys say? Hmm. It's hard for me to separate like the sin nature and the, the actual act of sin. I mean, because, you know, we have sin nature, yes, but we're going to sin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So it's like... Uh, you know, it, I mean, I think of Romans three twenty three. You know, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it doesn't matter whether I'm judged on my sin nature or, or my, sin. my actual sin. It's like it's inevitable. I'm right. going to sin, right? Because I have a sin nature. So, mm-hmm. um, maybe that's a really elementary way of thinking of it. But well, yeah, it opens up a but lot then of again, conversation. Yeah, that's my elementary mind. Well, it's probably safer there. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, it's good though. It's a good know, discussion. Hopefully, we're going to get a chance to unpack this eventually as yeah. we move on to Romans. That's right. Uh, um, oh boy. Oh man, we're going to get into some hard stuff there. But it's hard. Uh, you mean great? Yeah. <laughs> um, Challenging. Yes. Exhilarating. But we're reading Romans that sin enters the world through one man, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Adam, yeah, and right. so if if you're not careful. And we don't think that we're born with the sin nature. Mm. Then, like you said, there's a possibility. Then, then that means I'm born perfect, which means I have the opportunity Maybe to remain perfect. perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but we see uh, back in Genesis that the promised one would come through Mary. That's right. Um, it would be her seed. Mm-hmm. It would be absent, that person would be absent of Adam's seed. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore, this, the sin, the, the, the continuum of the sin nature would be broken. Mm. And so, um, so this pattern would be, would be squelched, would be finished, and it would, it would find its fruition in a, in a man named Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and so Jesus would come, and because the, the progression is broken, he is not only fully God, but he's also now man who does not sin, right? Mm-hmm. And is not uh, that that sin nature is not carried over to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so in saying that we're not sinners until we sin, mm-hmm. would be to yeah. say that we're absent of Adam's seed. That's exactly right. And so, and decidedly, we are not. That's right. That's right. You know, that's right. I think because of that, even as as we think of the title of the series. Um, a lot of the stories, accounts that we're gonna we're gonna learn about are things that shape our faith in terms of we we have heard the story. It speaks to how we should live. It mm-hmm. speaks to our relationship with God. Whatever this one shapes our faith in the sense that this story literally shapes who we are forever. forever. Every person mm-hmm. who has ever been on the planet since That's right. that point. And so it's not just a intellectual. I learned something from That's the story, right. but yeah. it is I am deeply at my core, in every way impacted by mm. what happened Absolutely. in this account. If, if you don't have an understanding of Genesis 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. it's hard for us to make sense of anything else in the Bible, mm-hmm. because everything is is born out of what happened in those three chapters. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. Which goes back to 
part of what we talked about last week is is that you know there's so much theology, so many things that we mm-hmm. need to understand in these mm-hmm. early uh, chapters of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that informs everything else. Um, so Sunday was Mother's Day, um, which is is for some a very a very uh, happy day mm-hmm. and a very, uh, you know, a, a day to celebrate. Mm-hmm. For others, it's a really hard day. That's right. Um, yeah. And uh, I think we all sitting in this room know of people who who, who really, uh, you know, would struggle every Mother's Day because they've been unable to have kids or um, and, and, and really desire that. Um, so I, I think, so as we talk about the idea of infertility, um you know, I, I think it, it begs the question, and, and I think we sort of we sort of touched on this Sunday. But you know, you would think of infertility as something that is not what God intended. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but because of sin and mm-hmm. in all the brokenness that entered into the world, mm-hmm. we now experience this th- these types of things and this yeah. this type of suffering. Um, could we could we maybe just take a minute to expound? Because I want to be careful that that anybody sitting uh, in the room on Sunday maybe didn't hear, or, or should they have heard, that they are experiencing infertility because of sin in their life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or are we talking about that's because of the broken? We messed it up broken back in the, the Garden of Eden. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, the last thing we want anybody to feel an extra added weight of, of shame or guilt that, that maybe they had done something and, and offended God or hurt his feelings or made him angry, and now God has stricken them to be infertile. Um, I don't believe that that is the case uh, anymore for one person than the other. I do believe that because sin came into the world and it affected everything, every mm-hmm. single mm-hmm. Yep. molecule of that makes up this earth is mm-hmm. is affected by sin. Yeah. Um, you know, even the idea when uh, the curses are given down, like there are three curses to the snake and to to Eve and then to Adam. Um, you know, the the snake gets death. Um, Adam gets thorns and thistles. And I always grow growing up thinking, man, when I you know you're picking those blackberries and you get the sticker <laughs> bushes in your hands, like man, why are those here? And because now we know, we know because of the fall, sticker bushes are here. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm convinced I didn't say it, but I'm convinced mosquitoes are also. Right. Uh, they didn't come until after <laughs> Genesis three. And, I, I, and horse flies, like I just think both of those uh, demons from hell. Like I think they're you know they came after that. Yeah. But but back to to Eve's curse. Um, yeah. I, I think. Um, as we look at life, um, that whole idea of the greatest desire that we have, uh, the greatest we, the greatest desire that that a woman is will have, is to love her kids and to love her family well. And the the fall has caused that to be so hard and painful. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 she, in the same way, that Adam will now have to do the thing that he was created to do to work, but it's going to be it's going to be fraught with so much pain um, because it is the constant reminder that that we are broken. We are broken in all things, but one day there's going to come one who's going to wipe mm-hmm. away every tear from every eye and death and sickness and pain and infertility and thorns and thistles will be no more. Um, and so it is a constant reminder that we are broken and we need we need the Father. Uh, we need his love and we need his grace. Um, but I would pray that anybody who who may have thought they heard, oh, no, I've done something and God oh. God gave me this because I've messed up. That that's not the case. Mm. Um, I believe that God is sovereign, um, but I also believe that um, in 
in, yes, God is sovereign, period, full stop. The world is broken, period, full stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and those two live in a tension that is a mystery that I don't fully wrap my head around just yet. Mm-hmm. Because I know it is God's plan to do what he is going to will. But I also understand we are operating completely in a broken world. Yeah. Uh, and in all of our ways and in all of our thoughts and even in our desires, we're broken. Mm-hmm. That's good. Anybody add to that? Well, and I, I think even as we read through the story, we tend to kind of think in dichotomy, right? You got the spiritual and then you got the physical. So um, I think part of what this story does is it brings it all back together. Mm-hmm. And you see in the fall this huge spiritual change that happens, but it has these physical ramifications uh, that have gone on since then. And so for for every physical thing that we struggle with, whether it's infertility or mental illness or mm-hmm. you know other, other things that the body somehow is not operating the way God intended it to operate, there it all goes back to this. Mm, yeah. Everything. Everything goes back to this. But I do think, I appreciate you bringing this up because I know for many in the room um, or not in the room on Sunday, because there are some ladies that I've talked to over the years that are like, I don't go on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's That's just right. it's just so hard to walk in there, and we want to be we definitely want to be sensitive to that. So um, thank you for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. I know that was true for our family um, yeah. when early on in our marriage. I'm the pastor of the church, and and my wife and I have would have conversations. And there would be some Mother's Days. Yeah, she wouldn't go. Yeah, it's tough. Um, because yeah. it is incredible. It's just a That's reminder tough. that the thing I desire most right now in my life, I yeah. can't. Like, mm-hmm. like it's an insufficiency. Yeah. I've tried all that I am and all that I can, and I am mm-hmm. insufficient to do this thing, mm-hmm. uh, which, again, goes back to mm-hmm. Eve's curse. Yeah. I remember after we, we had a miscarriage in between Mason and Dawson, and um, it was at the time that the song had just come out, um, Blessed Be the Name, mm-hmm. and it has that line of you give and take mm-hmm. away. Yeah. And I, I remember us being in the service and uh, and singing that song and just just weeping in the service mm-hmm. because yeah. of the reality of this living in this life where there's some things that that do not go the way that we want them desperately to go That's and, right. and and yet trying to praise him in the midst of that mm-hmm. and uh, so it's it is it's a tough yeah. tough journey it's mm. good yeah I, I think you know thinking through what we're just talking about and just the brokenness in the world that Jesus comes and Revelation, once again, he comes to make all things new. Mm-hmm. And just just the truth that only God, mm-hmm. only Jesus can take something that was perfect, that gets marred by sin, and actually create something more beautiful out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like so that that idea that we see in Revelation, mm. like it, it's not just a return to Eden. It is something way more beautiful That's than right. Eden mm. because of the work of Christ. Mm-hmm. And and we've we've got a God who's able to take all of our brokenness, yeah. all the pain that we experience, and do something really even better, incredible, and better with it. Mm. And I, I don't I don't think we need to forget that. Yeah. That that's how good he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and I loved I loved that we ended the service and you ended your message on Sunday mm-hmm. by by taking us to Revelation and yes. showing us that the end picture. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was 
I think just helped really uh, tie that all together. And you see what happened. You see what 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 will happen, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and how God redeems it all in the end. Yeah. And um, if you can hold both of those tensions yeah. as true, I think it helps us along the way. Which yeah. I believe the mm-hmm. whole purpose of the scriptures are: keep going, don't give up. Hope. Yeah. Yeah, just mm-hmm. just it, it may be bleak, it may be hard, it may feel uh, insurmountable, mm-hmm. but he is good and he's with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just felt the good news and the hope huh. throughout the the morning, and especially where you landed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know it's Mother's Day, and you could have thrown a bunch of fluff to encourage mm-hmm. mamas, but what's more encouraging mm-hmm. and affirming mm-hmm. than the hope of yeah. the gospel right. to mamas? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Especially those who have been through hurt or pain or experiencing hurt, but just for all of us to to remember, this is who God is. This is His posture. And and I was thinking a while ago. Sometimes I think the world sees Him, and sometimes even we do. Here's this God who's going to throw a bunch of rules and a bunch of laws, and He's going to send you to hell if you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. And well, if that's your perception of who God is, right. where's the hope in that? That's right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if it's a God that says, no, I love you, and I created these things for yeah. you, and I created yeah. this way for you to follow me and know me and love me and even obey me because I love you. Mm-hmm. You messed that up. Adam messed that up. But I've even provided a way for that to be restored. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, that's yeah. it, it, the frame there yeah. in the lost world, the way they continue mm-hmm. to see God yeah. is something that just... Because if he's not that God, yes. if he's not a good God, then our Bible's really short. Mm-hmm. That's right. three, yeah. three chapters and we're done. Yeah. But unfortunately, right. it feels like that's what a lot of the mm-hmm. lost world unbelievers that's right. yeah. see. Sure. Well, and, because they don't have the first part. And, uh-huh. and the, the lie that still exists in the world is the very thing that Satan wanted Adam and Eve to be tempted into, that they know that's good. what God knows. That's right. And so if, mm-hmm. if you don't see that there was a plan and that plan is now marred if you don't if you don't have that frame then all you do is live in well I know what God knows and his rules become cumbersome to us so when we read through the Old Testament we think well this God is mean he's a jerk and then you read through the New Testament and say well why would they say these things but God is is carefully shepherding us from from the brokenness all the way through. all the way through yeah. and every one of those rules that we see as rules are really just truths of yeah. love right. that are helping us along the way. Mm. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. So good, guys. Uh, good discussion today. Um, and uh, look forward to next week. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, Noah. It's Noah. Story of Noah flooding the earth. God floods the earth. Noah and, in the ark is yeah. the story. He's yeah. gathering animals. Come but on. But why was he in the ark? <laughs> because he loves <laughs> rainbow and animals. <laughs> Surely um, not because I'm so sad I made these people and I want to kill them all. <laughs> according to... So we're going we're gonna to tackle Genesis. that next week. So be sure that you come back and listen. Um, hey, we want to tell you about something that's coming up uh, in the month of June. Uh, we've gotten a great response to this podcast. A lot of people listening and uh, we hear a lot Lots of great feedback about it. So we thought we'd try another. And uh, so, uh, which will not involve any of us in this room. Um, <laughs> Maybe. You're, well, you're going sort of, to get us twice a week. Well, selling point right there. I take that back. The first episode does involve Josh. So, yeah. Um, but uh, we are starting a podcast. It'll start in June. It's going to air every other Friday is the plan. And it's hosted by uh, by a few of our, our women. And um, it is called Somebody You Should Know. And so in in 
you know, part of part of what we're talking about a lot here at Broadmoor these days is the idea of knowing and being known. And uh, so we want to celebrate people in our church and in our community and just really get to know them and hear their stories uh, and know something about them. And so, again, the uh, the first episode, you're going to hear Josh's story yes. and he's going to go back and, and tell you all the things, all the things, all the things yeah, that you so, would care to know. Yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> I've listened to the episode, and it's really good. So, hey, um, right. so I, I encourage everybody to tune in. But we'll give you more information in a specific date that it will launch. But know that it's coming up in the month of June. So, uh, guys, as always, good to uh, be with you, and I uh, love these discussions. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, we love you. We're so thankful for you. Wow, thank you. You ended this way better than you started it. It's so good. <laughs> he, re- yeah, yeah. he redeemed himself. Looking back, yeah. I think you're probably right. So. <laughs> it's always better to land the plane well than take the off. Ending the whole that is true. That is right. That is right. That's right. Truth. Hey, yes. thanks, guys. Love you. Love right, you, guys. Guess. This has been a production of Broadmoor Baptist Church. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others and don't forget to subscribe. To help us spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe as well. They can find us wherever they prefer to get their podcasts. And if you'd like more information about Broadmoor, please visit our website at broadmoor.org or connect with us on your favorite social media platform where we're listed as at mybroadmoor. Thanks for listening.